0: Pepsi-Cola, P-E-P-S-I. That's your smartest cola buy. Pepsi-Cola presents Counter Spy.
1: counter spy calling washington United States counter spies
2: especially appointed to investigate and combat the enemies of our
0: country both at home and abroad Tonight the case of a hot car killer Another counter-spy report to the American people. Brought to you each Tuesday and Thursday by Pepsi-Cola. Pepsi-Cola, hits a spot. Two full glasses, that's a lot. That's right, you heard what they said. Two full glasses of sparkling Pepsi from one big 12-ounce bottle. You're getting an extra glass full. And what a delicious glass full. The most refreshing, delightful cola that ever tickled your taste. You can't top Pepsi's tangy flavor. And that big, big bottle saves you money, goes twice as far. Pepsi's America's big, big favorite. And America's biggest cola value. So why take less when Pepsi's best? Whenever you reach for refreshment, remember. Why take less when Pepsi's best? And now to Counter Spy. bright, brisk fall afternoon. Around the dirt track roar a dozen low-slung racing cars. Sudden death, an added passenger in every one. Axles brush on the straightaways, tires scream as they skid on turns, then straighten out again. A man wearing the armband of an official of the track runs to the pit of car number 18.
3: Hey, you! Yeah? Are you the mechanic of 18 Driver Joe Stacy. What's the matter? This is an official order. Flag him down. Call him out. He's like the way. I said stop him. Now he's just coming in the straightway. Here's your flag. Use it.
0: Okay. Here he comes.
3: Stacy, this track will not tolerate dangerous, irresponsible drivers like you. We are hereby permitting you to finish this race. And we're going to see to it that you're barred from every other track in the country. Now get yourself and your car out of here in a hurry.
4: Holy smoke, Joe. What are you going to do now? It's no problem, Mitch. Back in New York, my future's all taken care of. I got a wonderful, beautiful connection there. Red hair.
5: Hello? Hello,
2: honey. It's Joe Stacy. I'm calling you from
4: Chicago.
5: Joe, darling, as if I didn't know. Are you coming to New York?
4: I got a Laura. I've been bounced off
5: the tracks for good. Oh, Joe.
4: After I take a good long look at you, I'm going to need eating money. You got
5: any ideas? Sure, Joe. I'm a business career woman now. What? I'm a secretary, private secretary to a corporation. A corporation is five 5'8", 150 pounds with gray hair and a big fat bank account. So how do I fit in? Leave that to me, Joe. I'll get you a job with my corporation. I'm going over to his apartment now. Joe, it's a penthouse with overstuffed chairs, soft as marshmallows, and a view of New York. There's only one real trouble with the job. He keeps playing a certain phonograph record again and again and again.
6: been staring out of that window for an hour.
5: The view always fascinates me, Mr. Brewster.
6: Maybe you'd rather be down there among those lights with some younger man, like the one you asked me to hire? I'm your secretary, Mr. Brewster. Besides, young men bore me.
5: To be with or to work for. Well,
6: how lucky for me. I should hate losing you as a secretary.
5: You... You will, Mr. Brewster, if you don't stop that phonograph sometime.
6: Very well. I play that music constantly, Laura, because the orchestra was playing at the night you and I first met. Haven't you any such memories? With Joe Stacy, for instance?
5: I live in the present, not the past. Mr. Brewster, the warning buzzer. Someone's coming up in the elevator.
6: Suppose you lift them up for me just this once,
5: huh? I don't know how. On my desk there... Yes?
6: The first button is the intercom to the elevator. Press it. That stops the warning buzzer. Now you can talk to whoever's in the elevator while it's held on the floor below. That intercom box on the left. Yes.
3: Yes? Who is it? George LeSage. Mr. Brewster's expecting me.
5: Oh, yes, LeSage. We're bringing you up. Now what, Mr. Brewster?
6: The button on the right starts the elevator again to bring him here to the top floor.
5: I see. Why is that junk dealer coming here?
6: <laughs> because he and I have a little surprise for you. Come in, let's say.
3: Good evening, Mr. Brewster. Hello, Miss Montbert. Hello. Yeah. I brought the latest batch of papers for you, Mr. Brewster. All in good order? Yep. Ownership papers of six total wrecks I bought in from my junkyard. Two Buicks, a Chevy, a Ford, two Pontiacs, all from the west.
6: Well, all plentiful models and relatively easy to
3: steal. Fine. Soon as the cars come in, I can turn them over to you and your used car salesman. Say, in a week, huh?
5: Mr. Brewster, I think it's dangerous to mix all those stolen cars with your ordinary used cars in your
3: salesroom. Hey, that's the laugh, Miss Monterey. The smartest cover-up that was ever in this racket. Hot cars cooled off. (laughs) Okay, Mr. Brewster. That cleans
6: me up here. I'm on my way. Sage. instead of you're going to the ferry now, you go to your garage and wait there. I'll keep that appointment.
3: Ah, okay.
6: Laura, the elevator release button, please.
3: Good night, Miss Monter. Good night. Good night.
5: Mr. Brewster, you... Didn't tell me the surprise you and Lesage had for me.
6: I've decided to take your uh, childhood friend, Joe Stacy into my organization. Bring in stolen cars from other cities.
5: Oh. Oh, then he's the one who's coming in on the ferry. And instead of Lesage, you're going to meet him yourself, is that it?
6: I'm curious about him, Lauren. An old friend who so fortunately turned out to be an expert car thief and driver. Now, tell me, what's the quickest way for me to get to that ferry? Now,
4: oh, mister, you got a light?
6: I think so. Stacy? You yeah, the a sage? No. I'm Andrew Brewster. The boss himself, huh? You the car? Second in line. You were instructed to be first. A truck cut out in front of me. I thought you were a former racing driver. Playoff off, roasting. Oh, yes. Laura Montclair said you were touchy about having been ruled off the track. Well, I am. You'll find we'll get along if you carry out instructions, Stacy.
4: And if you don't shoot your mouth off.
6: When you leave the ferry, drive to the garage at 816 East 28th Street. Pick up LeSage. Proceed to his junkyard in New Jersey. Okay. What's LeSage look like? All about your height. With an untidy black mustache. When do I see you again, Brewster? This will be our only meeting. Why this one? Laura talks so highly of you. I wonder why. Curious, Brewster? Or jealous? As you so picturesquely put it, Stacy, lay off. I'm a trifle touchy myself. Goodbye, Stacy.
5: Hello?
3: It's Montclair. The sage talking. Give me Brewster.
5: He hasn't returned from his ferry trip.
3: him for a cop. What? Clear out to make this call. The cop is there now and you gotta head Joe Stacy off. Can you do it?
5: No I can't. It's too late. He must be at the garage right now.
4: the sage
0: yeah come on out of that car come on
4: there's your mustache the sage
0: never mind that come out not a chance copper this is for you
1: in exactly half an hour. We're flying to New York. Peters, you saw the message about the murder of Detective Jerry Winters. Yes, Dave, but I didn't know what to make of it. Read this letter, Peters. Winters Division Chief, teletype it in. Dear Chief, I'm scribbling this in a hurry in a cheap boarding house since I may not get a chance to write again. I've made a connection that may get me a job in a garage. That's a transfer point for that interstate stolen car racket we're investigating with the counter spies. I'll know details tonight and we'll report. Signed, Jerry Winters. When'd you get this, Dave? This morning, right after the notice from New York of his murder. He must have gotten the job. then been covered so closely he couldn't even make a phone call. Yes. The New York police are covering every angle they can hit. The first thing we'll do is fine tooth comb that garage. Dave, I've been interviewing all the employees of this garage. They all swear that if there was anything crooked going on here, they didn't know a thing about it. How about the owner? His name is George Lesage. They say they rarely see him, and nobody knows where he might be right now. How are you making out? Well, I've been working with the examination crew. Take a look at this concrete pillar, Peter. The concrete gouged out about two feet up from the floor. Looks as if a car cracked into it. Yes, and one of the employees I talked to earlier said it must have happened during the night. And how does that help us? Well, take a look at it through this pocket magnifier. Hmm. Flecks of paint, two colors. Benson of the examination crew says some of the flecks are of brown paint over a year old. And these other flecks of light blue paint with a top coat, a freshly repainted car. And that's one of the first steps of an efficient hot car outfit, Peters, to give stolen car the stolen cars a quick repaint. Somewhere there's a car with a dented fender, brown paint underneath, blue paint over it. I want to put out a fast bulletin and find that car.
5: I'm waiting for you and Lesage to tell me how you're going to help Joe Stacy.
3: Miss Montclair, Stacy's safe in my junkyard over in
6: Jersey. Besides, Laura, he sounds like a man who helps himself.
5: I introduced him to you, Mr. Brewster. He killed a detective to protect your racket. You've got to help him.
6: On his account? On
5: yours. And mine.
6: I wonder if I can afford to have a cop killer in my organization.
5: What are you getting at?
6: Sage, remember what happened to Whitey? uh, Driving along a mountain road, his car went over the side of a cliff accidentally. Laura. I won't help you, Mr. Brewster. Laura, my dear, Stacy knows and trusts you. You're going to invite him for a ride with the Sage tomorrow. You brought him into our organization. It's only fitting that you help him leave it.
3: Take
4: it easy. These mountain roads are tricky. Quit worrying, Lesage.
3: But you had a few drinks. like I can drive with my
4: eyes shut.
5: Maybe, Joe, but I wouldn't like to be with you when you try it. Why don't we pull over for a while?
4: Anything you say, baby.
5: What a wonderful view. Doesn't that train look small from up here? Like a toy.
4: (laughs) You know, a guy could go over this cliff easy in a car. That wooden rail wouldn't hold a weak flea. (laughs) You're you're some kidder, Joe.
5: Put up your hands, Lesage.
4: What is this? It means you're going to have the accident that you and Brewster cooked up for me. Lord, Lord, you're double-crossing Brewster and
3: he's stuck on you.
5: I'm not stuck on him, Lesage. I take his nonsense now so I can take a lot of his money later.
3: All right, Joe. Listen. Listen, give me a chance. Give me a break. Give
5: it to him, Joe. No. Quick, Joe. Put your identification papers in his pocket. Okay, baby. Be sure you get everything that identifies him as George Lesage.
4: Papers. Wristwatch. Wallet. Picture of a kid.
5: Never mind that. Pour the whiskey over his clothes.
4: Smell like a saloon.
5: Hurry, he's coming, too. Start the engine. Can you get the car over the cliff alone? I don't want my fingerprints on it.
4: What about mine?
5: The more prints there are of you, the sure the police will be it was you that crashed.
4: Okay, baby, now you get out.
5: Be careful, Joe.
4: I'll start her into a skid. I'm good at that. Then jump.
5: Keep that door open. Right. Hurry before another car comes along.
4: Take it easy, baby.
5: Jump, Joe! Coming. There she goes.
0: Just a moment, we'll return to Counterspy, brought to you by Pepsi-Cola. Pepsi-Cola hits a spot, two full glasses, that's a lot. Lots more value, lots more zest. Why take less when Pepsi's best? More and more among fellows and girls, among mothers and dads, you hear that sane and sensible question, why take less when Pepsi's best? No budget, no allowance, ever had a better friend than tangy, sparkling Pepsi-Cola. Because one big 12-ounce Pepsi bottle gives you two delicious drinks. That's twice as much tangy taste. Twice as much delicious Pepsi to go just twice as far. That's why more and more families say, Why take less when Pepsi's best? Yes, families like yours and mine. Families all over America. They're all saying, Why take less when Pepsi is best? Pepsi-Cola hits a spot Tastes terrific when you're hot More and better than the rest Why take less when Pepsi's best? Today, tomorrow, always Get America's biggest cola value Take home a carton of six big, big Pepsi bottles Insist on Pepsi at the store And say Pepsi at the fountain Say Pepsi at the stand Say Pepsi Whenever you reach for refreshment Remember. Why take less when Pepsi's best? Now, back to Counterspy.
2: Routine report to Statistical Department, Washington. Received from State Police, New Jersey at Counterspy New York field office. Fatal car crash off Highway 6A. Car identified as having been stolen four days ago in Baltimore, Maryland. Relay this bulletin to David Harding, now in New York.
1: File copy of instructions. Harding to Peters. Check on that stolen car in Highway 6A accident.
2: Peters reporting to Harding. Wreck almost complete, but left fender shows dent corresponding to gash and concrete pillar in Lesage garage. forward to Washington.
6: Still interested in the bright lights down there, Laura?
5: There's a ghost dancing among them now, Mr. Brewster.
6: I know it was difficult for you, Laura. Stacy or me I had no choice
5: Neither did I <laughs> As you so often said yourself We're in a tough racket aren't we
1: Dave Washington reported yet on Joe Stacy Yes but the fingerprints on the body in that smashed car were not those of Joe Stacy. Who then? George Lesage. Lesage? Well, that's the man we were looking for. He owned the garage where Detective Winters was murdered. That's right, murdered by Joe Stacy. Stacy, how do you figure? Well, somebody took a great deal of trouble to make us think Stacy was dead, and that would suit Stacy very well. Besides, look at his record. Racing driver ruled off the tracks for dangerous and crooked driving. Hold-up charge, suspended sentence, assaulting an officer 30 days. <laughs> a bad boy. Yes, but it's hardly probable a hothead like Stacy is the boss of the entire racket. Nor that Lesage was. We're looking for the top man, Peters, and Stacy might lead you to him. Lead me to him? You're going undercover, Peters, to locate Stacy. Then we can set a trap.
5: Joe, I'm worried. And what about maybe? I don't think it's safe for us to meet in such a public place.
4: <laughs> I got this tavern in my pocket. Besides, this new mustache is sprouting. And the papers are full of pictures of the wreck. I got killed two days ago, remember?
5: Joe, Bruce will be wanting to see Lesage soon, and then there are the other men. Hey, bud. Yeah,
4: Marty. Yeah, Pete Williams in the back room, He says you expect them. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Marty.
5: Joe. Hmm? Who's Pete Williams?
4: Oh, he's a guy I met last night right here. At the bar, he starts shooting off his mouth about racing drivers. We got into a little argument. It turns out to be an all right guy. He's in the same racket. You
5: sure he's all right?
4: Yeah, he knows a lot of the same people I do out in KC. You're going over to Bruce's apartment, baby. I'll call you later, huh?
5: Okay. So long, honey.
4: Pete. What goes?
1: I got a tip for a guy. What guy? A guy named Joe Stacy. Joe Stacy's dead. I read it in the papers. If he isn't already, maybe he's gonna be. What's the tip? The finger's getting put on him. By his boss. For what? Tip I got says the boss already figured out it wasn't Joe Stacy in that wreck, but a bird named George Lesage. He figures it was Stacy that did it. How do you know? That boss has been trying to contact a couple of trigger men from Chicago. Why are you telling me? I hate hot tips to go to waste. Where can I reach you later? Say in about an hour. Tell me where you want me to be. What's the matter with here? What do you do? Phone me?
4: I'll come back and get you. Keep sober, Pete. Sure. Joe, listen, you were right to be leery of that guy Pete Williams who tried to caper on me. What caper? Well, he tells me Brewster caught on to the wreck business. He's out hiring guys to take care of me. What a jerk, huh?
5: Jerk? How do you figure?
4: Well, honey, if Brewster caught on, already you'd know about it, wouldn't you? Well, wouldn't you?
5: I've been thinking, Joe. I've got a scheme for us to get rid of Brewster, get some dough, and take care of your friend Pete. Tonight, all at once.
1: Stacy. Good work. Did you reveal who the boss is? No, but he's pulling me in on his scheme of revenge on the boss. We're going to hold him up. Then Stacy plans to kill him. Well, I'll be close behind you with one of our mobile squads. We'll break it up in time. Well, it may not be easy, Dave. The boss lives in a penthouse and has some tricky system to control the elevator. Stacy's girlfriend is going to double-cross the boss and let us in. Then you'll have to find some way of letting us in. When's the job set for Eleven o'clock tonight.
5: What time was that, Mr. Brewster?
6: Eleven. You seem restless, Laura. Bored with your job? Mr. Brewster, believe me. I was never less bored with it. Someone's in the elevator. I'm not expecting anyone. I'll find out who it is. Brewster,
5: stay away from that intercom.
6: Laura, what's the meaning of that gun?
5: Push the power button. Laura, Push that power button.
6: As you say.
5: Sit down by the desk.
6: Laura, what is the meaning of this? Shut up! Hello, Brewster. Stacy. In the flesh. I thought you were dead. Laura told me. Cut the act, Brewster. I know about the
4: hood you were trying to get to rub me out. Rub you out? I I tell you, I thought you were dead. You're lying, Brewster. Stacy, who is this other man? Pete Williams. The guy who put the finger on you for putting the finger on me. Oh, this man is
6: tricking you, I swear. Listen, Brewster. Wait.
5: Maybe Brewster's telling the truth. Maybe Pete is. That's what we're going to find out. Meantime, I'm holding the gun. Pete. Yeah. In the right-hand drawer of the desk, the combination of the safe.
6: Okay.
4: safe? Yeah, Brewster, we're taking a little trip. Just stay in here.
6: Laura, you can't leave me for this cheap thug. Why, Laura, here's the
5: combination. Take it, Joe. Open the safe. Where is it? Behind that picture over there on the wall. Okay. Now I can turn that music off for good.
4: Laura,
5: what's that? The buzzer. Someone's in the elevator. Look out.
4: Bruce is going for the buzzer. Pete, I got to
5: shoot. Get out of the way.
1: I'll get in. Two ladies pushed it. The elevator's coming up. Laura, how do we get out?
5: Pack exit to the roof. Come on, Pete, you too.
1: Now, don't be suckers and run. How do you know who it is? What?
5: He's right, Joe. We'll play innocent. Whoever it is, we invite him. Then we put him to
1: sleep. Good girl. Put away your gun, Laura.
5: Yeah. You, Joe, get by the elevator. Right.
1: Now, hold everything. The There's set. nobody in the elevator. It's a trick. Hold everything, all of you. Counter spies, don't move or we shoot. What? All right, boys,
0: cover every door and window. Okay, boys.
1: All right, Peter. Yes, Mister Hunting. But I wish I'd known you were coming in from the terrace. Looks like a good haul you made. This is Joe Stacy, murderer. About ready to have a stroke. You lousy. Joe, chick. shut up. And this, I take it, is the girlfriend.
5: Not yours, Copper. Take your hands off
1: me. Gladly, after I get these handcuffs on you. And here, out cold, behind the desk, Mr. Harding the big fish. Andrew Brewster. Used car dealer and hot car racketeer. Peter, he looks so peaceful, I almost hate to wake him up and give him all the bad news he's got coming to him. But on second thought, I think it'll be a real pleasure. Let's get to it, Peter.
0: When your friends drop in, be generous, but be thrifty, too. Serve plenty of delicious Pepsi-Cola. Pepsi's big 12-ounce bottle gives you not just one sparkling glassful, but two. Get a carton of six and serve 12 delicious drinks. Yes, Pepsi is America's biggest cola value. You get twice the tangy taste, twice the refreshment, twice the Pepsi. So why take less when Pepsi's best? Whenever you reach for refreshment, remember.
6: Pepsi Cola hits the spot. Two full glasses,
3: that's a lot. Lots more value, lots more zest. I take less when Pepsi's
0: best? Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday. Same time, same station to Counter Spy. Listen next Tuesday for the exciting Counter Spy case of the Postal Pirates. The little black box that caught the revolver in midair.
1: The one-fingered typist who punctuated sentences with bullets. And the double-crosser who tasted her own medicine and died as the result.
0: Case of the Postal Pirates on Counterspy. Tonight's Counterspy program, originated in New York, was directed by William M. Sweets and featured Don McLaughlin and Mandel Kramer with music by Jesse Crawford. Counterspy is the Phillips H. Lord production for Pepsi-Cola. Enjoy some Pepsi ice cold tonight. <laughs>